Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon around the state of Mississippi this afternoon. The Eagle Hour on the Super Talk Radio Network broadcasting live this afternoon from Fuzzy's Tacos here in Midtown Hattiesburg as we get ready to kick off the 2020 baseball season. How exciting is that? A great show lined up for you today. Mark Maddox, speaking of baseball, one of the great all-time Golden Eagles, going to be on the show with us here shortly. Al Holder, Luke, in person. From the Delta. He's he's come down. He's in person, and he's here at Fuzzy's Tacos with us uh, this afternoon. Always enjoy talking to him. We're going to talk to Justin, of course, from Fuzzy's a little later in the show. And uh, just lots to get to, so we want to thank everybody for tuning in this afternoon. Opening segment, even though we're at Fuzzy's, which is a great place, is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue. Same ownership. Dickie's, of course, uh, the great barbecue restaurant here in Hattiesburg. Can cater any event for you, large or small. And Fuzzy's Tacos right here in Midtown. We'll have delicious shrimp tacos for lunch. Every time we come down here, uh, Justin takes good care of us in the Food is always delicious. So we're glad you're with us this afternoon, wherever you're listening. If you're in your uh, car and on your way from other parts of the state for the ball games this weekend, we welcome you and uh, encourage you to stop by Fuzzies in town uh, while you're here for the weekend and enjoy some really good food. All right, special guest here to start the show off, Madison Rayner is from Stringer, Mississippi. And this young lady is a member of the softball team and leads the nation in triples, four triples already. We're going to have to come up with a nickname for you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Welcome batting, to the show. Batting 778 My through five games. Child. Boy, well, you just came out of blazing, didn't you? I guess so. <laughs> so what do you attribute this uh, fast start to? I don't know. We just, we've just we been practicing really hard, and we've been waiting for this season to start. We're just tired of practicing, so glad season started, and Coach Levan has has a great plan for us, and we're ready to start that. He's pretty tough, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's tough, but you know he's a he's a soft one too. Now, I got to ask you a question. I had a daughter; she's a lot older than you, but she grew up her whole life playing U.S.A. softball. Played a couple U.S.A. World Series tournaments, and played at the Mississippi Delta Junior College. And but you know, young women. Thousands of young women play softball, and they all aspire to do what you've done, which is to get a scholarship to a big school and uh, and be able to play Division One college softball. What what was it that was in your mind the whole time you were in high school, and and what all did you have to do to achieve this goal? Well, I started I started softball at a very young age, very young, but. I had to start playing travel ball, how to get out of my comfort zone and going all over the country, you know. And that really helps going to camps. I've been to a ton of Southern Miss softball camps and you know, that's that's what helps you get noticed. So that's what I had to do, how to travel around the world, 
my mom, thankful for my parents who, you know, contribute to that. But, yeah, having to travel across the world, you know, camps is, is what got me. And, and how many hours of practice would you say all these? You're young, I'm sure. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 19. So you started when you were when? Um, I played T-ball, so that was around four, three right. or four. But that's long. I practice a lot. My my dad and my mom, you know, always practicing with me. They're always out there, always wanting to get better. So I practice a lot. Now, look, if you saw this beautiful young lady somewhere in town, would you think she's the leading triples hitter in Division One softball? Not just leading triples. She's second in the country in on-base percentage, 86%, third in slugging percentage, and she's fourth best in the country, batting 778. Now, girl. Stringer has a long history of uh, of putting out, especially Southern Miss athletes. Heath Graham, starting quarterback in the mid-90s. LaChelle Pollard, who coached me. Um, there's some pride in Stringer, Mississippi, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Stringer, oh, that's a small town, but big heart right there. I was uh, I was looking back at uh, some of some things you were talking about for the early success. One thing you talked about, you said that Coach LeVan and Coach Mulvaney really helped you in your mental game yes. uh, to, to prep. Explain that to us and let us know you know, what, what you mean by that. So Coach LeVan has us on like a mental like program. Like we we do breathing exercises. We we like we just have mental practice before every practice, every game, just to so you can just have your mind ready for the game because softball is just not physical, but it's a lot of mental game. So he's gotten us ready for that, and it's helped me clear my mind because when I'm up to bat, I don't want to think about anything, and that's just clear my mind, and I'm ready to go. A lot of excitement coming in with Destiny specifically. She had a grand slam the other night. Lacey Summerlin, she's your, your captain. Bailey's on the mound. But we talk about the other. Savannah Wood throws a no-hitter as a true freshman. How exciting was that for y'all? And I know it helps you as a field player. Oh, we only have to play five innings this yeah. game, you know. But talk about the excitement that some of these young players bring to the team. Man, Savannah lights out the twice. Like She's pitched twice already, and she was lights out. She, I mean, just behind her, just seeing her pitch. And it's just awesome to see a freshman like that just go and succeed and just not be nervous and just go out there and give it all. But all of our freshmen, man, they work so hard. Hannah Borden, man, she can hit the ball so hard, man. That's the hardest I've ever seen. But all of our freshmen come out and work all day. You, uh, you, you think about softball and the tradition here at Southern Miss, you know, you weren't alive when we went made those two trips to the College World Series, mm-hmm. but I know every Southern Miss softball player knows about Courtney Blades, yes. knows some of those teams you have. Now that you're here as, as a sophomore and, and making an immediate impact, what's the difference between coming in as a freshman and this year having one year under your belt and being able to play like you are as a sophomore? Well, freshman, I kind of, kind of came in like, I don't know what's going on. I'm a freshman, fresh meat, you know, but Coming in with a year under my belt, I know what's what's going to be happening. Well, I know what to expect. I feel more mature, and I just know how the game's played in college now. All right, you're you're fixing to get on the bus here and, and leave shortly. Tell our listeners where you guys are going this weekend. We are going to Troy for a tournament. We'll play four games Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, who do you know who you'll be playing yet? I know we'll be playing Troy. It will be our last game on Sunday. Um, Purdue. Um, 
Southeast Missouri State, Eastern Illinois. I'm cheating because I have a schedule in yeah, front of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you talk about that schedule. You know, last year, man, it was killer, you know, yeah. early on. Um, you guys got some opportunities. Uh, you, you ladies have these opportunities to get some confidence, you know, under you and, and uh, get rolling. You know, mm-hmm. how much of that? How, how much of that, obviously the, the opponent comes into play, but as a softball player, how much is that you focusing on yourself? Like Scott Berry tells us all the time, you play the game, you don't play the opponent. Exactly. Is, is softball the same way? Exactly, man. You can't think about who you're going to play because if you, if you think about it, you're either going to play down to your level or you're going to try to play up to your level. But you have to play at your level. You know, We know as a team what we're putting on. Um, what our potential is, and we had to play up to that. But uh, read those stats again. Where she stands right now, Luke. Right now, first What's in up? the country in triple. Now I don't want to put this in her head. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, first in the country in triples, uh, second in the country in on base percentage at right at eighty six percent, third in slugging percentage, and fourth in average seven seventy eight. Rainer, my word, from Stringer, Mississippi. People in Stringer have to be pretty excited about you. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I hope so. so what, what do you think when you hear that, when you hear Luke say that? It's unreal. It's cool, though. But it's we got a long way to go, though, yeah. right? That, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, what What is, because uh, we've, we've talked and we've we've hung out, what's a, what's a road trip going to be like with this new coaching staff? You think they're going to be a little laid back? You think they're going to see Green Beret going to come out? Or what's going to happen? Um, it's going to be a little bit more sh- strict, I guess, yeah. But, you know, he is so fun. He's not the Green Beret, but he is. But it's he's so fun to be around, and he's so father figure. It's great. So be honest, though. When you heard he was coming, did you all go, oh, my God? Oh, yes. I was scared to death. <laughs> I thought we were going to be running and doing push-ups. <laughs> well, Madison, we want to thank you for coming by. Uh, you're a delightful young lady. You're a great example of what we hope uh, Southern Miss Athletics continues to be, young people like you. And uh, you keep this up because at the end of the year, we're going to get you back. Yes, and we're going to talk to you about uh, all the things you've accomplished this year. Is that good with you? That's fine. Thank y'all for having me. Got to let her get on the bus. They play at 9 a.m. in the morning over in Troy, right. Alabama. Don't waste any more time with us, Madison. Go win the softball tournament. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank y'all. All right. Madison Rainer, everybody. From Stringer, Mississippi. We can't call her the slinger from Stringer. No, that's Heath Graham, and, and uh, we'll, we'll come up with we gotta something. We've got to come up with We'll come name. up with we got to come up with it. Is that okay with you? That's fine. All right. Madison Rainer, everybody. We'll be right back. The great Al Holders next on the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top.
Back live at Fuzzy's Tacos on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Greatly appreciate Madison Rayner stopping by Southern Miss Softball on the road. They will head out in just a little bit going over to Troy. Got Southeast Missouri State in the morning at 9 a.m., Purdue-Fort Wayne tomorrow afternoon at 2, and then Sunday, 11.30 a.m. against Eastern Illinois and 4 p.m. against Troy, and we wish Madison and all those Lady Eagles great success. Off to a great start at 4-1, and one. Uh, and, uh, man, just awesome. Second segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Campus Bookmark, located probably about 500 yards from where we're sitting right now. The Big Yellow Hardy Building, yeah. I'm yellow. going over, uh, when we get done with this program, getting me a baseball hat for the baseball season and you should visit them on hardy street or online campusbookmark.net kelly sanders sitting in and we have the original sultan of swat himself before there was a walner there was always a maddox and that's one of the things that people don't realize about our next guest he actually held the home run record uh, until it was broken last year by uh, Walner, but so many records that Mark Maddox and you has. Call him the Sultan of SWAT. When when I was one of his little league coaches, in thirteen and fourteen, we called him Auto. Oh, Auto Maddox. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has played in more games in baseball history at Southern Miss than Mark Maddox. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? Your your hair has not turned gray yet. It's about the only thing that hadn't aged. <laughs> Could you still do it if we needed you today? No shot. No, not shot. at all. I can't see for anything. You know, and, and and knowing you since you were a little kid, Mark, I would I would have thought that I would have known that you were the home run leader before Walner. Um, but again, going back to your your teen years when I had the opportunity to coach with your dad, uh, who still people still say that was the best team ever assembled in that with the, I think you're right. the Finlow construction team. And I was when when Luke was telling me about your home runs, I'm going that honestly it surprised me because with certainly with all due respect, you were not a, a quote unquote power hitter growing up. So when did that power show up? I really I really don't know. Maybe maybe sometime late late high school, early college, um, and then kind of through college at that point. But I guess it's just kind of becoming you know uh, more understanding hitting at that point, getting a little stronger in the weight room. Um, you know, but I guess that's what happens when you play there for four years for a long time. You know, just a numbers pile game. Up. Yep. I don't think I ever led the team in home runs any one given year. Um, just a cumulative thing. But but how much of that too was as you grew up? Because physically, you've never been a really big guy, and even guys in your age group, you were an average size guy. You weren't too small, but you weren't too big. So were you kind of mentally programmed that you weren't supposed to be a power hitter? Probably so. And then I just knew that I had to. I had to work like that much harder in the weight room because those guys were bigger, they were faster, and all that. So if I wanted to keep pace, I better do something right in the weight room. Fourth in hits, first in runs, first in total bases, second in RBIs. Now you think about Tommy Davis, you think about Cutter, you think about Trey Sutton, you think about uh, Michael Altman, man, this guy right here. <laughs> Homegrown. Unbelievable. Was it always a given that you were going to play baseball for Southern Miss? Uh, I always enjoyed baseball. There's no doubt about it. That was a sport for me. That's what I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to go to Southern Miss, and, uh, you know, they were really my only Division One offer um, at, at the time in high school. And so, for me, it was a dream come true. It, was, it just made that decision easy for me to be able to come across the street and uh, stay here locally. So, I 
And that's and we talk about how how recruiting is an inexact science. Now here's a guy who, with all these records, he said Southern Miss was his only Division One offer, and that's what a lot of these coaches have to decide: is this a guy that we can develop? Or is this guy already a proven, you know, commodity? And sometimes you'll even grant, Mark, it's a roll of the dice. It is. It is. And you always hope that guys continue to get better um, because that's what you want. You don't want to get a guy that's already peaked at that point. But hopefully if guys can get better in one facet of the game each and every day, each and every year, you know, that's what makes that guy better down the road. Talk about the, the 0-3 team. I mean, we won the we won the conference championship in football that year, and as dominant as we were on the football field, I feel like y'all were more dominant on the baseball field. What was it like as a true freshman, being in the lineup with Clint King and jo- and uh, Josh or Jeff Cook? I was yeah. almost said Josh Cook. That yeah. would have been awful. <laughs> you Jeff heard Cook. that for a long time. I heard time. that for a long. Jeff time. Cook, another homegrown product. Yeah, absolutely. What was it like with those two guys? Man. It was it was fabulous actually because I got to hit right in front of them so nobody wanted to face them so they were really trying to just get me out feed me fastballs and stuff but you know and the, that team it was uh, Kevin Coker and I were actually talking about this the other day it was that that happy marriage to where we had really good pitching we had really good hitting and we played defense really good so it, it rarely does that happen on a baseball team. you always talk okay well this team's going to hit or this team's going to pitch or you know they can really pick it and run but rarely do you say. I don't know that they have any holes. And for us, that's where that team was. Was Tubb on that team? He was. He was our closer at that point. And he was a JUCO guy. So we didn't know how good he was going to be. And then, you know, he comes in and has all these safe runs. Golden Eagle great uh, baseball player Mark Maddox with us here. And, and actually, you're going to get to see some of the guys this weekend because the alumni, the baseball alumni, have a float in the parade tomorrow. That's right. We'll uh, we'll definitely be representing out That's there on the dangerous. parade. dangerous. <laughs> Who is <laughs> coming a, back for it? It's that? a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> Trey Cuevas actually puts that on, so he, uh, he helps us out there. So Yeah, not, and not to make light of, of a very serious situation overseas, but they, you know, they, they might suffer a little bit from a different type of coronavirus <laughs> tomorrow after after that parade, but it's opening day on campus at uh, Southern Miss for baseball. Does it ever? Does opening day in particular ever get old? It doesn't for me. No, it's it's one of those days that I think everybody gets a little excited, and especially on a pretty day like today, I just wish it was a little warmer. Um, but the sun's out, shining. Everybody wants to be outside, and so hopefully um, the buzz is in the air for sure. We have to ask you this: uh, people are probably getting us tired of, of talking about this. Uh, we talk about it every day. You like the new surface? I do. Um, you know, take this week, for example. Yes, I enjoyed playing on grass. I thought it was great. But this week, for example, how much it's rained, how much it's rained these past few weeks, um, the amount of practice that they've been able to get in because of the field um, is the reason you do it. And then with the technology today of how how closely it is to grass that, you know, they don't miss a beat. And so I do think it was the right time and the right move. One of the things that, that was intriguing by me was even the mound is that way. Switching the pitching, Gabe Shepard will probably sit somewhere 94-95 tonight. Talk about it even as a college hitter, just how intimidating that how intimidating it's going to be for Murray State when they walk in the batter's box and he may he may even hit 96-97 tonight. Yeah, that that's definitely uh pumping it in there pretty good and you just don't have any time and you hope that uh you know, for Gabe, I'm, I'm happy for him. Glad he's on our side. 
Um, I can't imagine on a cold night, 30, 40 degrees out there, trying to get up and face 95, 96. The bones and muscles just don't move that fast. So now you're you're a regular average American guy, married with the wife and the kids and the regular job, but <laughs> but you got to taste you know Major League Baseball, professional baseball, which is the dream of a lot of kids. How does the perspective change? going from amateur status to now you're doing this for a living and the guy next to you wants your job yeah one of the crazy things is you know through the minor leagues you don't really think about the team aspect that you've known the entire time you've played baseball essentially goes out the window to a degree um, because your competition is the guy above you and below you within your same organization yes you're playing against another team across from you but Honestly, if I play second and the guy on the other team plays second and they both go three for three, or he goes three for three, it doesn't impact whether I go up or down or not. You know, hey, man, good game. You know, so it just takes all of that um, team part away, so that's where the business side of things comes in. I was going to say, so so does does it mute the fun effect of playing baseball like you played when you were in high school and college? It becomes more of a grind until you have something to, I mean, you play 144 or even the big league guys like Dozier and those guys playing 162 games plus postseason. I mean, that's a grind and you, the mental side of it, trying not to get too high or too low because you're going to go out there and do the same thing the next day. You're in it way longer than me. I just went through rookie camp with the Lions, but I remember I didn't like it when I realized that it wasn't supposed to be fun anymore. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, that's what the adrenaline and the extra juices that you had playing is what made a lot of people really good. In our final moments with Mark Maddox, a Southern Miss baseball great, and getting together with the guys tomorrow for the big uh, well, opening night tonight and then the parade tomorrow. Um, Mark, if, you, if your kids come to you and say, Dad, don't want to play baseball, don't want to play softball, I want to play piano, I want to dance, I want to be on the debate team or whatever. That's fine. Um, you know, I, w- I want them to do what they want to do. Yes, would I love them to play sports? Absolutely. But, um, you know, fortunately for me, I've had the opportunity to, to, to live a life in sports and through sports that if it's not for them, it's not for them. But if they want to, I'm all there for them and will help them out however I can. The reason I ask that question, and I find that interesting, because your answer is consistent with just about every other guy who has, has reached some level of success. And pro- they'll go, I don't care. If my kids, if they want to play piano, I just tell them be the best piano player there is, you know, or be the best dancer. But do they, do you ever just like show them old pictures and being like, that's your daddy right there? Yeah. um, Sometimes they see him on the wall at my parents' house or in a playroom. The wife will pull some stuff out, but. Reggie, Reggie Collier's grandkids said that uh, that they actually pulled some video of him up on YouTube, and and uh, he said, "Yeah, that's me." And his grandson said, "No, that's him. That guy's skinny." <laughs> you aren't that fast, yeah. Grandpa. Yeah. Hey, Mark, thanks for stopping by today, man. Thanks. Uh, what you think this team can do? Real I think quick. they can go a long way. Like Coach Barry said, they're a hardworking team, and that's that's one of the, the biggest ingredients. You're one of the best, man. Thanks for stopping by today. Thanks, guys, for having me. The great Mark Maddox. We will be back. Al Holder on the Eagle Hour with Bob and Kelly. Stick with us live at Fuzzy's Tacos today. We'll be back on the Eagle Hour.
are tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back to a special edition of the Eagle Hour, broadcasting live from Midtown Hattiesburg this afternoon at Fuzzy's Tacos. Down here with Justin Harris, one of our very favorite places to go. Justin will be coming on the show here in the next segment uh, to talk about all the stuff taking place here at Fuzzy's. But such a cool place, Kelly Santa. Yeah, on a, on a day like today, I mean, there is not a cloud to be seen anywhere. The garage doors are rolled up here at Fuzzy. Nice little cool breeze in yeah. here. And people getting ready for first pitch tonight. Don't forget your blankets to bundle right, up tonight once that, chilly. Yeah, once that sun goes down. I want to thank Mark Maddox, uh, Southern Miss Great, for being on the show this afternoon. Also, Madison Rayner, an outstanding young lady with the uh, softball team. And having interviewed Madison, I'm now looking across the table at Kelly and Al, and I that song, Beauty and the Beast, keeps running through my head. I don't know why, guys. We told you not to go to the West Wing. <laughs> Al Holder, welcome. It's good to be here. Well, we're glad to have you in person. First, How are you? First pitch at 4 o'clock. First pitch, can't wait. How about yeah, you? I'm excited. You go way back in baseball here. I know your names are on some of the seats up there. When did you start... Uh, when did you start coming to Southern Miss Baseball? Well, of course, when I was in school, uh, baseball field was where the football practice field is now. And uh, used to watch uh, some, of the, some of the kids like Jimbo Green hit home runs over 4th Street. And uh, it's been a long time. Uh, but uh, I, when Hill Denson was uh, raising money to, uh, to build that stadium over there, I was one of the first people there to pick my seat out and yeah. So I want to get your opinion on this. When did, when do you think, and and what prompted the turn in the baseball program? And what I mean by that is when, when my wife and I were in school here, it was football, football, football. Now it's almost the opposite. When did that turn happen? I, you know, Hill Hill was such a great promoter. He just really, he he, he didn't just coach baseball. He went. Everywhere he could go to, to to try and sell tickets and season tickets, and uh, I remember one time I was talking to him about he was going to go recruit some kids up in uh, Kansas, and I offered to give him a little money to help with the trip and everything, and he said, no, 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 he said buy season tickets. That's the way you help the program, and so he was always promoting season tickets, season tickets, season tickets, and uh, it was all culminated when, of course, we built the, the stadium. And uh, people began to respond to that. It's kind of the old, if you build it, people will show up. And I I think that was a lot of it. Uh, Before we get Kelly in here, you just reminded me, season tickets. We have two that we would like to give away. Two season tickets to Southern Miss Baseball. Not not just tickets for this weekend. The entire year. Wow. Call 601-425-2211. You're the fifth caller. 425-2211. Sheila will text me. We'll have your name, and uh, we will give you two season tickets to Southern Miss Baseball. That's the fifth caller. Fifth caller. In fact, Al is such an institution when it comes to, actually, the term season ticket holder. He showed you one, didn't he? Holder. <laughs> season ticket holder. They named it after him. You know, it goes right. But you, you talk, Al, about... Uh, about He's about falling off his he's chair. He's an idiot. I, I could have told you. Know, uh, but Hill Denson. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Yeah, he's, he was such a promoter, what happened. Hill Denson, that when, when Bill McClellan was eventually named athletic director, you know, there was a big push at that time to make Hill Denson the athletic director because of his ability yeah. to speak to large crowds and raise money. Yeah. Is exactly. that right? I didn't exactly, know that. Exactly, yeah. And, but, and he still stayed loyal even though he didn't get the job. 
And uh, I've always admired Hill. I've known him a long time since he was at Callaway High School in uh, in Jackson. Just a really quality guy. And just retired, I guess, yeah. after um, coaching up at, at Bellhaven. You You'll know, probably, probably see some more of him. He and Judy down here this year. So realistically, Al, from the fan standpoint, we've talked about baseball technically. We've heard from the coach's standpoint. But we kind of think that you're the, the ultimate fan for the Eagle baseball team. What are you realistically expecting out of this squad this year? Uh, I've been to a couple of practices. And, and uh, from, from everything I've seen and everything I've read, uh, but I, I saw a lot of uh, they weren't swinging at bad pitches during practices. I, I, I think they were putting squaring the ball up a little more, putting the ball in play. So I think that's kind of how we're going to have to play this year. The the one thing that uh, I'm most concerned about, if anybody that's ever coached baseball knows the term diamond in a diamond, you know, and, and we're replacing two, possibly three people in that diamond. That's a catcher, second base, center field, shortstop, and uh, so uh, it it's going to depend on the defense. Uh, in the middle, and I, I think on the on the edges we're going to be just fine. And uh, but I think in the in the middle we're just going to have to see how that works. You out. got two big question marks behind the plate and in center field because you really don't know who's it, who's going to solidify themselves. It, exactly, them. exactly. You know, there, there was talk about moving Montenegro over to uh, center field, but you know I bet the coaches know better than I. But uh, I'll tell you what, that guy, he he he's the one of the main reasons I like to go watch Southern Miss baseball this. year the last couple of years he's just more fun to watch and when when he's when he's on when he's making things happen that ball club responds to that and uh tends tends to have a much better uh ball game and kelly i'm sure you agree with this there's always a montenegro there's always a kid that nobody knows anything about and you got to believe there's probably one on the roster right now. Well, Mark Maddox was just saying earlier, you know, that, that Southern Miss was his only Division One offer. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe when you see w- what he accomplished. But in high school, and, you know, I coached Mark right, since he was 13 and 14. He wasn't a home run hitter. He was a very solid defensive player, always was, but never necessarily a big guy. Mm-hmm. Would single and double you to mm-hmm. death. But, you know, wasn't extraordinary like he turned out to be. So that's what they're certainly hoping lots of times is that they'll, they'll find some of these guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, do we have a winner yet? In our- uh, I haven't heard from her yet. It's okay. 425 She will tell me during the break who the winner is, and we'll announce it when we come And back. actually, I understand if you if you bought Houston Astros season tickets this year, you, they'll th- they're throwing in a pair of binoculars and a burner cell phone. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a way to try, try to increase. Oh, we got, oh. oh, oh, Vinny, Burgers, Vinny. Burgers. Vinny in the studio, (laughs) ready with the rim shot, you know. So (laughs) (laughs) we have way too much fun in this show. Now, but a baseball fan, you you said that you know your favorite team ever. To show you how far you go back to the 1968 Tigers, yeah. You know what is what is it? Do you ever? And I asked Mark this as well. There's always that little bit of little boy in us. That for some reason opening day is just it's just a special day. I rarely ever miss opening day. Uh, we were talking about uh, 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 Sandlin, you know, a few a few times, but there's right to, today I found out Clevenger, who's the Cleveland ace, knee surgery. So I think that steps uh, Sandlin up even more. I think he makes the ball club. Uh, so that brings up a great question. You've been here for a long time yeah. watching these games. Best pitcher you've seen come through Southern Miss? Sandlin. I, I just, he's, he was just, 
he had more pitches and just was I saw people whiff more with him than I've ever seen anybody. And uh, and we've had some good pitchers. Don't don't get me wrong, but uh, he and he did it just time after time after time. He was so consistent. But you know, you and I sat there and watched phenomenal. I mean, swinging six inches over the ball. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And you guys know more about it than me, but what is it that makes a kid like that so special? Why is that particular kid? Is it the is it the delivery? Is it the movement on the ball? What is it, guys? There, there's more science involved in the game of baseball. And if coaches will tell you this, too, at the high school level, it's harder to take a kid in high school who's never played baseball and get him up to speed as far as playing baseball than it is football or basketball because there's an you know, that. The uniqueness of the offensive side and and playing defense and the science, the physics of ball movement, of slot angles on pitchers, grip, where you grip the laces, how hard you grip the laces. There's so many different things you can have that you have to do. So and you're getting the very best guys that are able to do that. So what does that say as a hitter? When you're hitting 350, you know, every single year, like like some of these guys do, that these pitchers just keep getting better and better, and they, the hitters, it's it's amazing how much science is involved when you really break it down. I, I'm amazed today at how much movement these kids are getting on the ball. I mean, it just, I remember sliders moving three, four inches, and now they're moving a foot, foot and a half. It's just, mm-hmm. and they're coming at them at 90 miles an hour instead of. 82 miles an hour. It's just a big, big difference. But the downside of that, Alan, I think you'll agree, is that you're, you're seeing more guys having Tommy John surgery. Oh, yeah. at 50, I mean, it's, it's really wearing yeah. kids' arms out. Yeah. And the, the frequency of travel baseball and whatnot when these kids are starting, which is why they're better. Yeah. But the downside of that, too, yeah. is, is you're really going to have to be careful watching these arms and why teams have to be so deep you know, on a, on a pitching staff. Yeah, but when I coached, I, I taught, uh, all the kids I taught, I taught two-seam fastball, four-seam fastball, and a straight change because you can throw them all to the same slot, and basically you're just manipulating the, the stitches. Right. That's it. All right, guys, here's the question. This would be five consecutive years that Southern Miss has won Conference USA Baseball if they can do it this year. But will this be the most challenging of those five years? I think so. We've, we've lost a, a lot of pop and uh you know we were talking earlier about that home run that walner hit down there at lsu we, we don't have anybody that i'm aware of on the ball club that, that hits a ball like that but uh I, gidry uh he really came on strong last year so we'll just have to see if some of these kids can and you know montenegro didn't he hit what four home runs yeah, last year or something yeah. five but, right. So we'll see. But. What do you say? The pitching staff's going to be better, though, so I think yeah. it'll be right. comparable. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. All right, Al, yeah. thanks, buddy. We'll see you at the ballpark yeah. tonight. Yep. All right, we're at Fuzzy Tacos. We'll be back with Justin Harris right after this. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back live at Fuzzy's Taco Shop on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Appreciate Al Holder talking about baseball with us. 
We're uh, live today. Got some great food, and uh, you should come hit up Fuzzy's Taco Shop. We'll talk to Justin here in just a second. But all things Southern Miss men basketball with a big win last night at home, 68-66 against Florida Atlantic. Golden Eagles uh, did a nice job uh, pulling one out at the at the end. Um, they improved to eight and eighteen on the year, and a big game tomorrow against FIU in Reed Green Coliseum at two o'clock. Lady Eagles also. Pick up a win last night, break that losing streak. They beat Florida Atlantic down in Boca Raton. They win 60 or 71-67 and will play at 1 p.m. tomorrow in Miami against uh, FIU. Also track and field at the Music City Challenge in Vanderbilt today and uh, tomorrow, 19 women and 7 men for Southern Miss uh, competing for that. But uh, Bob, Fuzzy's Taco Shop, one of the best places uh, to be able to hang out. I had a brisket salad today. It was pretty good. Didn't you? I it had the shrimp very, tacos. Very you know, good. Justin, when I think of Fuzzy's Tacos, every time I eat here, the, the, the thing that comes to my mind is fresh. The food always tastes very fresh. Yeah, Bob, we take a lot of pride in that. I mean, everything's prepared in-house uh, daily each morning. Uh, first thing we do is look at uh, where we're at, uh, what we got to prep for that day to get ready to uh, open so it's all fresh, doesn't come in, ready to go. We prepare it fresh here, and that's uh, our goal to provide fresh, fast, and fun. So yeah. You can tell when food's fresh. And the food I had today, and every time I've been here. My bowl came in like a cauldron, like it was a big bowl. And what I love about that. It didn't stop you, I noticed. Oh, it didn't. It didn't at all. Uh, But, you know, a lot of times when you get salads, it spills out everywhere. You mix it up without getting it everywhere. It's awesome. All over the table, all over your lap. Now, it's about to be 2 o'clock, and that's significant. Absolutely. Our big uh, deal we are focusing on this spring is uh, we have an extended and better, extended and even better uh, happy hour. So it's now uh, every day from 2 to 6 p.m. Uh, are you ready for this? $5 off beer buckets. Mm. Every day, That's 2 to 6 good. p.m. That's Monday, Sunday through Monday, Monday through Sunday, however you want to say it. And, uh, and it includes our, you know, our typical other happy hour, a dollar off draft beers, $2 off frozen uh, originals, and select cocktails. So that's going to be our margarita machines, our frozen um, hurricane, just whatever we have in that machine is we'll change it out from time to time. But uh, the big thing is it's extended for four hours now. Uh, $5 off the beer buckets is our you know our addition. Perfect for these 6 o'clock baseball games. Absolutely. No better spot to come pregame and enjoy a happy hour. No question. And, it's, and some good food, too. Uh, you guys open every day, seven days a week? Every day. Seven days a week. And, and you're always with new specials. Like, here's a, here's a daily special. So you, you have different yeah, we to encourage people every day. We try and mix it up, I mean, you know, two times a year, sometimes three or four. You know, we either do it uh, at, at six-month mark or every quarter. So uh, just depending on, uh, you know, the flavor of the uh, of that season, how things are going, and, you know, um, and, and how, how it's selling. Like, we don't want to take something off and change it up if uh, it's still going good. So we try, try and run it out as much as we can, uh, let everybody get a chance to enjoy it before we go on to something new. We're, uh, we're at Fuzzy Saco Shop. Should uh, announce our winner, Raymond Brown, the winner of two baseball season tickets, not just to this weekend, all season long. So, Raymond, we appreciate you listening to the Eagle Hour. Raymond Brown, our winner. Justin, you've got on your uh, Southern Miss. He's rocking that Southern Miss Southern Miss baseball. I asked you when when I came in today, uh, it's one of the best days of the year, opening day, isn't it? Absolutely. There's no better day than opening day. The the air's better, the oxygen's better, it just smells better, looks better. It just knows it's opening day of baseball season. And this is a USM place. It is. Absolutely. Looking at 
that go. Favre up on the wall. Other Ain't places, yeah. Go. The Billers can go. Jarrett, Hoffauer, Dozier. Got all the stars. Had a pretty big star down here today in Mark Maddox. He Absolutely. Was good, wasn't he? He, he? he was as good as they get during that time. He's, he's one of those guys, you know, and he's my friend. I've, I've been a friend for a long time. When you think of the greats in Southern Miss, it's not the first one that comes, and then you look at the record books, and he's in the top three and top four in everything. Right. Everything. Right. Just consistency. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's right. And he doesn't right. look like he's aged one bit. No, that's I'm right. Jealous. He got some interesting drink specials. I see a Jack and Coke frozen drink. It's like a Slurpee for adults. Hey, it's uh, adult icy is what we've been calling it. Also, we got a flavor enhancers with vanilla and cherry, but you can either do Captain and Coke or Jack and Coke frozen. Uh, they're really, really good. Uh, we just had that machine. It's about three weeks, and it's been, it's been a say, hit. That's new, right? It is new. Yes, Kelly's sir. over there within arm's reach of it. You may want to watch oh, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And I see you have a fuzzy Rita and a hurricane. I know about the hurricane. What is a fuzzy Rita? That's just our that's our margarita, our frozen margarita, and saying we just you know fuzzy Rita. So that's uh, just our name for it. Exactly. Food was uh, incredible today. Uh, got a prediction? We didn't get a sweep this weekend. What you think? I, I feel a sweep coming on. Today, February 14th, Valentine's Day, Murray State's going to send out Trevor McMurray, right-hander. He was 3-7 and seven with a 5.56 ERA last year. Gabe Shepard, sophomore on the mound, 3-0, 2.35 ERA at 4 o'clock today. Justin, let me tell you how much we appreciate you having us down here frequently, and you're always so kind to us, and you feed us this great food, and it's always our pleasure to come to Fuzzies and promote this great food. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you all. Thanks for having us today, man. And that wraps it up for this edition of the Eagle Luke is about to disappear for a couple of weeks. Yeah. How long are you going to be gone, brother? Two weeks. Two weeks. Happy Valentine's Day, Bob. Happy Valentine's Day to you, Luke. Happy Valentine's Day, Justin. Uh, don't, tell, don't tell Kelly. Don't, don't uh, tell well, Kelly. Well, no, Kelly's over there harassing Justin's customers, so <laughs> we need to wrap this up and get Kelly out of the building <laughs> as quickly as we can. We'll be back in the studio Monday at 1 o'clock, and until then, we hope you have a great weekend. Southern Miss Baseball is back to the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.